Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. On this episode of Big Drive Energy, we have special guest Vic Lombardi in studio with us at the DNVR bar, talking about golf, talking about Denver sports, and talking about how he almost killed Annika Sorenstam. Let's tee it up. Hello, friends. Welcome to this tradition unlike any... Did somebody scream mashed potatoes? That was mashed. What's up, everybody? Welcome into this episode of Big Drive Energy. I am your host, Spencer Smith, here with my brother, Mitchell Smith. And we have a legend with us today. We told you guys this last week that we'd have a special guest on, and we have got none other than Mr. Denver, Vic Lombardi. Vic, how are you? Thanks for taking the time and joining us today. appreciate you calling me that, but legend's uncomfortable. I don't know about that. What about the doctor of Denver sports? Jackass? I like jackass. <laughs> you are a doctor. Uh, a doctor of jackassery. <laughs> Who's older, by the way? Which one of you guys is older? Spencer's older. He's got me by 15 months. 15 months? Yeah. Wow. I look older. Your parents are quick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was. Yeah. They mess around. Well, they decided when they had him, they are like, we made a mistake. Yeah. We need to try yeah. again. Look at Spencer. And, Damn it. Let's do this all over again. <laughs> let's try this over. So then they had me. They're like, you. all right, we can quit now. Yeah. So they ended on a, a low note. But oh, yeah, okay. that's, how, that's how it goes. It's fine. Are you guys from here originally? Yeah, we're Colorado natives. We're South Side. Where'd you guys go to high school? Elizabeth. That's high right. I talked yep. to you about that. Yep. Elizabeth. They were in. We know your North yeah, Side. Yeah, I'm a Holy Family guy. Back in my day, yeah. Elizabeth was in our league, and we would have to drive down. Holy there. Family would beat the shit out of us. Well, I remember everything. driving down there. I was like, when does this end? <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. People well, even come out to our golf course. They're like, where am I? Yeah. Are we in Colorado? It's pretty, it's pretty out there, though, man. Thank I really you. like it. Thank yeah, it's, you. It's a good spot, but people do drive out there, and they're like, I didn't think we were going to get to a golf course. They, there's a sign, actually, on the road to the golf yeah. course that says, like, cows are having sex. I like, remember this seeing is how that. It goes. Like, so they, is Spring Valley in Elizabeth? It technically is Elizabeth. Okay, the, the that's address. Elizabeth yes, proper. It's okay. basically Parker, like, the road up from it to the west yeah. is Parker. So yeah. it's, it's right on the edge. Because I could have sworn we were in Mississippi. I <laughs> I thought we were in the I thought we were in the bayou somewhere, maybe Louisiana, but whatever. Yeah, no. Yeah, I, we were out there. Okay. It's out there. All right. Well, let's go ahead and I, I want to ask a hard hitting question right off the bat. Why don't you want to play us in golf? You and Mosier. Because you guys will kill us and I don't like to lose. <laughs> but see, the, here's my thing. It's it's a lose lose for us. Yeah. Because if we win, we're supposed to win. Sure. But if you beat us, you totally expose us yeah. for like the fraud golf pros that we are. Well, but you, you guys have a distinct advantage of knowing how to play the game, right? <laughs> and so so the guys we usually play against, they always think they can, like we all think we could play golf, right? Everybody thinks it. Yeah. Oh yeah. But the game is is just so seductive that it could it could fool you totally when you think you have it right like last year i thought i had it right last year was my best year ever 
And I was. What'd you get down to? I was a three nine last year. Holy cow! I got down to three nine, and I'm like, oh my god, I'm I might just freaking go on a tour somewhere at this point. <laughs> You're like, I might need to quit my it job just and go because and I played a lot because of COVID, right? Uh-huh. So you play a lot, and I and I come back this year thinking I am going to kick some ass, and I got my ass kicked. <laughs> It just went that the other way, and it, it went north yeah. in a hurry, and I couldn't figure it out, and I lost it, and I don't think I'll ever give it back. You know, it's just the way it is, and, and you guys are around the sport all the time. You're around everything, and it's such an... I didn't grow up with it either. I didn't play golf until I was in my 20s. So we were going to ask, where, when did you start playing? Like, where, who introduced you to it? When did you start playing golf? Honest to God, my first round of golf was when I was in school at Notre Dame, <laughs> There's a course on, on campus. It's called the Burke. It's just a little course. It's a piece of crap, but it's there. And my, my roommate said, hey, we're going to go play golf today. Meet us there. And I said, all right, yeah, I'll do that crap. I'll show up. You know, I never really considered golf. And I show up there with my half shirt and my radio because I just got done playing basketball. And they're like, what are you doing? I go, what do you mean? What am I doing? I'm, I'm here to play golf. You can't wear that shirt. But it's sunny outside. It's nice. Well, well why can't I wear this shirt? Yeah. So oh, that yeah. was my introduction to golf. Honest, true story. There. Okay. And uh, I, uh, you know, I've loved it ever since. It's, um, you know, why I love it? Because it's hard. Exactly. Because it's hard. It will like, never quit challenging. Yeah, exactly you. right. That you can never master the game. Yeah. You know? We were talking no. with a member the other day and kind of said that same thing. Like, no matter how good you think you are now, you can always be better. Yeah. And no matter how bad you are, there's obviously even more room for improvement for those people. And 20, 30 handicaps. The other element of golf that I really appreciate and love and what people don't seem to understand when I tell them I'm a golf fanatic is the camaraderie that's involved in the game. Like, you could play other sports. My wife's like, oh, you got to take up tennis. She's a big tennis fan. I go, okay, that's fine. But when you're playing tennis, you're hitting it back and forth. You don't, like, walk to your next shot in golf. You don't share a conversation. You don't talk to your partners. You don't, you know, you have four hours of spending time together. I mean, in what other line of, of what other sport do you spend four hours walking around chatting? Totally. So it, it is very rare. It's very different. It's not the same as other. And no other sport can, can mimic that. It's not even close. I agree. Well, so here's another question that a lot of people um, are wondering that we've argued back and forth with many people about. Is golf a sport? No. You know, it's funny. I just called it sport. <laughs> but That's um, why you called it a sport. Yeah, and I, I called it that. <laughs> I, I'll say this. I, I will say this. If you're an athlete, you get the benefit of athleticism to help you in the game. But you don't necessarily have to be an athlete to play well. At totally. The game. So totally. you know what I'm saying? Like I, I play a lot with these ex pro guys, you know, hockey players. Like hockey players just are they're killer stuff. Because yeah. you know, they're freaking hand eye coordination. Exactly. You got a puck coming at you and it's coming across the ice, you put your head down and you gotta hit it perfectly. I mean, this ball's standing still for them. It's like, okay, big deal. Now they gotta hit it straight, but they usually hit it far. Baseball players, same way. Yeah. Baseball players, same way. Uh, the guys that struggle are the basketball players most of the time. Oh, well, we saw the video they tweeted out down when they were in um, quarantine, or not quarantine, in the bubble. Yeah. And in none Orlando. of them knew how to swing a club. Oh, it was hard to watch. Except for Millsap. Millsap's um, okay. And uh, there are a couple other players that are not bad at the game. But it's hard for it's hard for basketball players yeah. to pick it up. They're too big. Yeah. Well, oh, totally. And it's one of the longstanding arguments, golf being a sport, we can have that argument. But, like, it – and you just alluded to it, it is the hardest thing for people that don't do it to do. Mm-hmm. Like, you can go to the gym and make a ba- make a basket, make a free throw. And I'm not saying you can play sure. a five-on-five game, you know, your runs down at the athletic club. You can't be doing that kind of stuff. But you can – it's so much harder to just go out to a golf course, and people can't even make contact. Yeah. More or less hit it relatively good. And it's, it's such a mind game. It's a clear-your-mind game. You know, the rounds you have that are memorable rounds, like my greatest round ever was one of those rounds where, at times, I didn't even know I was playing golf. I was having such a good time. I wasn't concentrating on my swing. At, mm-hmm. no, point did I, at no point did I analyze my takeaway or, yeah. you know, my hips. I, I just was hitting the ball, and I put, here's the ball, put it over there. And those are rare. Because most of the time, there's a bad shot that you start to think, what did I do wrong? And you analyze and psychoanalyze. I grew up playing basketball. I still play basketball. At no point during a basketball game or when I'm playing pickup do I go, was my elbow in on that shot? I don't do that. Either make the shot or you don't. Yeah. You know, in golf, you do. It's crazy. Yeah, and you have to – we've talked about it multiple times, but you have to make golf reactionary. 
where it, sure. you're like that's baseball. You you're playing shortstop. You feel the ground ball. You look at the first baseman. You throw it to first. Yeah. You're not thinking about where's my elbow. Where's this? Where's that? You have that? to leave that crap at the range, it, and that's what's hard to do. Totally. You know? Or even with your, you can even think about it. Like Annika Sorenstam said, like she would back up. She would take her practice swing. She would think about what she was trying to feel in her swing. But once she she drew like a, a, a swing box here and a and a swing box there and she would take her practice swing and yeah. think about things. And then once she stood over it, everything disappeared. I have an honest Sornstam story for you. Oh okay. Let's hear when it. I lived in Phoenix, Arizona. She won the ping, the old LPGA ping deal. They used to play at Moon Valley Country Club. So we played a pro am and I'm playing with Annika. Oh okay. awesome. And this is when I was I was fairly new to golf. And I'm hitting the ball out of a bunker, and she's on the green. And I'm, I'm sitting in the bunker, and I'm going, <laughs> oh boy. honest to God, guys, in my mind, I'm like, okay, I really don't know what to do here. <laughs> I'm not exactly sure. Do I scoop this? Do I, what do I do? And I hit a screamer that went, I, I'd say, a foot over her head. I almost oh killed. My God. I almost killed Annika Sorenstam. Wow. It was almost death by bunker shot. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's one of those things where you... You're in the bunker and you're like, yeah. You're, you almost wish you just missed the ball. I almost. don't know what to do. In to this day, you know, I work on my bunkers a lot, and you know, you get in that groove. But do you guys ever have those moments where you're in the middle of a swing or right before a swing? You're like, what do I do here? Oh, totally. Yeah, it's like a brain fart yeah. where you just have no idea what you're gonna do, mm. how you're gonna do it. There, yeah. Oh, dude, it just disappears. And sometimes that can be good. Sometimes that can be bad. It's you can yep. ca kind of go either way. So. Well, and I feel like that comes with you're. I mean, you're obviously a very good player. You've taken lessons. You you're smart enough to know what happens when you hit the ball right or what happens when you hit the ball left. So the more you know, sometimes in the game of the golf, the more it can paralyze oh, yeah. you as it you're over the ball. You. Yeah, yeah. And, and there's too much. You know, one of the reasons I got bad this year is I got way too much feedback. And you know, I went. You know, I went the the rabbit hole route, the YouTube route. The, oh no. yeah, we talked <laughs> like, about that. Like, like you know, I'm not a TikTok guy too much, <laughs> but if you look at my TikTok feed, every other video is a golf instructional video, <laughs> because you know it sort of replicates what you're watching all the time. Totally. So I'll be sitting there going, oh, oh, I, oh, God, I got it, dude. I did this thing the other day, and the guys I was playing with were making fun of me so much. This guy on TikTok said. Okay, you got to to get your hips through the shot. Because my problem has always been I'm too much of an arm swinger and I don't get my hips through a lot. So he had this little routine that he did in the gym. And he basically sat backwards and did a broad jump backwards and turned around. So he goes, do this three or four times before you swing and watch your hips go through. See, so I'm on the tee box doing what looks to be like a, <laughs> oh like a freaking Olympic weightlifting routine. And these guys are like, what are you doing? I go, I saw this on TikTok. Watch this. And then I sliced it way off the... I mean, it's just stupid, you know? Oh, totally. And we, we've gone down that whole rabbit hole, too, where YouTube is... There's a lot of really good information, but it's finding out what actually pertains to your swing exactly. and what doesn't because there's so yeah. many things where, you, like, when I ha I give a lesson, somebody will be like, well, I saw this on the internet. I'm like, that doesn't, you you don't have a problem with that. Yeah. Like, that's not the part of your swing that needs work. Or you're you're never going to do that. Yeah. Like, my son, my son is, he hits the ball so far. And if you looked at his swing in slow-mo, he's the kind of kid where he's so flexible, his shoulders, I mean, he's almost like, all the way backwards, right? Like and full Dustin exactly, Johnson. It's just ridiculous. Yeah. And so those are things I will never be able to do that. Mm -hmm. Most people cannot do that. Yeah. So when you look at these videos and say, oh, just do this. Well, you can't. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's it's putting things in a vacuum when yeah. every swing is so individual. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's, that's a very good point. Well, another question we wanted to ask is, so you're a Colorado native. You're a north side guy. We yeah. see it. Uh, what was the neighborhood you grew up in? I grew up in North Denver. North, yeah. Is that you? It's not low high. It's oh, <laughs> don't get into that. Again. We don't get don't start into that shitty, bro. I just had to get. I, yeah. I always see him tweet about all they the. I'll cut you. <laughs> all the neighborhood. All the different neighborhoods just, up in North Denver. North Denver. Yeah. You know, I think that the actual name of the neighborhood where we're from is the Berkeley neighborhood. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah kind of by Regis University. Yeah. Uh -huh. Okay. Uh, well, so you're Colorado native, like we said. Um, Give us a few of your favorite tracks in Colorado. Well, I got to say the one that was closest to my house because when I got back into town, that's the one that I used to always play. My my brother plays in a league there every Thursday. Willis Case is, you know. Yep. I mean, that's... it's just, it, you, you want to sweat a little bit. 
Go tee off on Willis Case along Sheridan over there when, <laughs> when you're having trouble with the slices or the hooks. Go tee off on a couple of those holes and see yeah. if you can keep the ball inbounds. Oh, totally. Yeah, those those neighborhood old-style courses, yeah. I love them, but I'm like – like City Park, have you gotten to play it? I since? haven't played the new version oh, of it yet. You I can't wait. It's there, like two man. blocks it's, from here. We I, know, I know, I you know. I We actually tried to play a couple times this summer. It's impossible. And we couldn't get, get on. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's impossible. You couldn't but, pull a few strings, tell them who you were? Oh, man, I didn't, I'm not going <laughs> to – you know what, though? Uh, go back to those, those, those city courses. And, you know, Welshire is the same way, the one yep. that goes alongside um, Hamden. Dude, that place is a nightmare. I, I just, um, as I'm driving down those streets, as I drive down Sheridan or Hamden, I'm like, I could die right now. Totally. You know what I'm saying? There could be yeah. a ball coming at me. Right oh, yeah. The fences and, and, I mean, there's three fairways within 100 yards. Like, it's just a very compact. And let's be honest. Most of the golfers aren't like right down the middle golfers. <laughs> no. no. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. If, you're, if, if that's the right side of a fairway, that's a fair you're game. You're in danger. Yes. 50%. You need to keep your head on a swivel at all yes. times. So, you know, well, I've got to put Willis up there. I'm, I'm a member at Rolling Hills. That place is, is awesome. Golden. It's, you know, Great I live track. right near there. So that's my course. That's okay. where I play most of the time. Um, if you put on those greens regularly, then everything else just kind of looks easy, doesn't it? Yeah, you know, it's 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 good and bad. It's great because the greens are extremely uh, slippery. But then when you go play other tracks, you'll leave a putt thirty yards short and go, <laughs> "What did? I, what's going on here?" Yeah, you know, it's hard. It's hard. The to speed adjust. adjustment, yeah, for sure. Well, yeah. that was like in the odd cast. I think. I mean, you guys still won, but you left a few putts. Oh and yeah, you, I just, just like, couldn't get used yeah. to it. And yeah, even yeah, common ground's not slow, but yeah. that's how fast. Because like, you're just used to you know those kind of courses like Rolling Hills. You see the line, and you just start it on the line. It's I, a starter putt. You know what I'm saying? I, yeah. love, I love those kinds That's of greens. That's all it is. It's, yeah. not a, it's not a full swing, per se. Just here's the line, start it on the line. And then you got courses where you got to swing. Yeah. And that part, making that adjustment for me is hard. Oh, totally. Like adding the pace yes. aspect into it yes. where versus, yes, I love fast greens, like you said, where you pick your line, and you know if you get it going on that line, it has a good chance of going in. I've had the privilege of playing Castle Pines, the International Golf Club. Yep, and if not for a caddy, I would never be able to putt there because you talk about fast. Those are faster than Rolling Hills right now. The way they're, they got them rolling. Okay, and and so you're looking at a putt going. All right, where do I start this? And how? And the caddy will tell you. All right, start it here, and I want it at twenty percent. I go twenty nuts, twenty <laughs> percent, and boom, it works. Yeah, and and that's just you know those fast greens, those PGA greens. Totally. What a benefit for those guys to know that they're true and fast. And they're all sort of the same. Oh, absolutely. We've we've talked about that too. Where tour greens, I wouldn't say PGA Tour guys have an advantage, but basically tour greens consistent. are they're consistent week in week out. Like, what's a slow? Like, give me an example of a slow green on the tour. Is the British Open slow? Are those greens? They're relatively fuzzy? slow. Yeah, they have to they have to leave them a little bit higher because of of how much slope there is and how much wind there is. Yeah. Otherwise, their balls would be blowing sure. all over the sure. green. But uh, yeah, like. My buddy Eric Hallberg, his dad played on the PJ Tour for yeah, Gary. Yeah, Gary. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, you know Gary Hallberg. Yeah. Um, and he said every week you go out there and they're rolling a twelve or thirteen every single. But they're consistent. Yes, exactly. Yeah, you don't have they're... to worry about extra stroke. You just, yeah, you just put it on the line and go. Yeah, like I live that mini tour life where yeah. I go one week where they're rolling an eleven or twelve. The next week you go somewhere else in a different state. They're rolling a seven or an eight. Yeah, that's and crazy. that that is so tough to gauge. Where one week you're you feel like you're breathing on it and it's going by the hole. Then so the next week you're hammering on. You guys it. know more about like golf uh, maintenance and stuff. Is it just harder to keep them fast? Is it harder on the lifeblood of a green? Yes. yes. So like at our course at Spring Valley, yeah. we have fairly good greens, but they're really soft. Yeah. And we can dry them out if we want to, but there's a chance with and it's it's kind of made to our situation because we're not on city water, we're not owned uh -huh. by the city or anything like that. We're private ownership. If we dry them out and we don't get rain. Two to three days of no water and trying to dry them out could kill you them kill for the rest of the year. Yeah, they're yeah, toast. And it's it's yeah. one of those things. It's it takes six months to get them as good as they are, and I it can take you. two days to I ruin get you. it. Yeah, it's a fine line. It's a balancing act mm -hmm. for sure. And and yeah, like getting them that firm and that fast one day, like Spencer said, could totally ruin I them. Feel so. you. Yeah, but we like for tournaments and stuff, we'll double roll or triple roll where the rollers instead of just going. You know, one pass, one pass over the whole green. They'll do it twice, three times, sure. and that'll speed it up for a day or two until it grows grows you. in. But yeah, it's it's amazing just being living like working as golf pros like we do, just seeing all the ins and outs. Like we're currently building a brand new green at Spring Valley, number two. We had to move it because there's a road being put in, mm -hmm. and the original green is too close to the road, so we had to move the green. They cut it out. We had an architect come out do all this, but they just laid the sod. 
and it looks like shit. Like yeah. it's scaring me because yeah. they just laid the sod yesterday. It's gonna and, take time. Oh yeah, yeah and exactly. then we're not gonna be able to putt on it until probably May. Yeah. But just the amount of like the amount of work that went into just changing one green and moving it forty yards, it's amazing. Like what goes into eight, uh, an eighteen hole golf wow. course. Yeah, that's 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 the kind of stuff I would know nothing about. You know, you just when you play certain courses, you're like, wait, what's with these greens? What's going on here? And then now you know. Totally. Yeah. Totally. Um, here's another one. So, Denver sports talk wise, uh, we know we've got a couple of really good golfers at um, in Denver between the Rockies, the Broncos, yeah, so on and so forth. So, who would you say right now is the best? golfer in denver i it's got to maybe come down to mcmanus or freeland or um I, maybe we you know something we don't the two best golfers i know i played in in uh, mcmanus's member guest with him at colorado golf club i love that place and um, so good he and i made it to the shootout you know he hits the ball so far and it's funny just spending a few days with him playing golf when you learn about the physics of golf versus the physics of kicking the golf uh, football it's the same thing it's really it, the same yeah. thing, he, and, and that's why he does both well, and that's why he can hit the ball so far, getting your hips through, you know, coming at an angle, all mm-hmm. that stuff. Play, even things like playing left the wind. or right, exactly. Yeah. Like he can hit a draw, he can hit, he can hit a fade on on command based yeah. on, and for him it's easy because that's what he does for a living, with totally. His feet, but watching him hit the ball, he hits it so far. He's one of the best. The other one is John Michael Lyles, who's I'd say maybe a one or two. Okay, really? maybe okay. a one. Yeah. He lives up in Ass. Or He's in the Vale right now. Oh, in Vale. Yeah. I'm sorry, John okay. Michael. Yeah, I'm going to see him tonight at the Avs game. But he is an extraordinary stick. Joe Sackick. I played with him a couple times. An ext- I mean, Joe Sackick, man. He's that guy that's good at everything. Like we're playing one day and he shot and we're running around. We're like, God, you know, we all sucked. And he's like, I go, What'd you shoot, Joe? He was all mad. He goes, Seventy three. <laughs> and I'm like, it was just a whole hum 73. Yeah, just you know? one of those guys. He hits it in the middle, hits it on the green yeah. two putts or makes some birdies here and there, doesn't get into trouble. So that, those are the guys off the top of my head, and I'm sure I've played with others that have been uh, pretty damn good, but consistency-wise, very good players. Totally. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, so do you have, like, you said you you're talking earlier, you have a buddy that you play with from Gunnison. Do you have, like, a group of guys that always try to go golf? How, how often do you try to golf in the summer? Uh, in the summer, I play a lot. You know, I'll play two three times a week and it's it varies i have you know i have the younger crowd i play with i vary it i play with the younger guys i play with older guys i don't like playing with the same guys all the time to be honest with you i find that sort of boring totally so it's never the same i play a lot with my brother you know my brother and i it's a good thing for us to get out and do stuff yeah, that, love, that's what we, we yeah that. my uh, you know i think i brought my brother out to your place when yeah. we played. yeah my brother and i play a lot together it's sort of our thing that's awesome um you know when my son's in town when he comes back from school we'll play so it's not just one consistent group. I, I think golf is there's too much in, in the conversation. Um, you know, I love meeting people. I love going around and meeting different people. So uh, that's why I love the sport. I like to talk and I like to compete. And totally. you combine those two in golf. Yeah, and you can do it, like you said earlier. You can do both at the same time. And I love to talk <laughs> shit. <laughs> Dude, that I, makes two of us. I yeah. will say, so we've grown up. We watched you on CBS when we were kids. We listened to the radio. We listened to Altitude every morning. The first time I met you in person was at that at the uh, first Oddcast, the uh-huh. second one that you guys did, yeah. you and Moj, and do just seeing you like talk shit, like because yeah. I know you you can try to do it on the radio, but you can only say so much. Yeah. But you on the golf course, man, I was dying. It oh, was, it's so much fun. It, it's so fun. You know, and it's exactly it how we are. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, it's it, it, the, the only thing I hate about doing uh, television and and radio. I love what I do for a living. In, in a way, a lot of it is, I'm not going to call it acting, but it's not really you. Totally. Because really me, I don't use nice words all the time. <laughs> exactly. And in real life, nice words aren't, like if I'm going to say something to my kid and I'm mad, there's a bad word that's going to come out at some point. Totally. Yeah. If you're mad at somebody on the radio or on television, you're not using a bad word. So which one is more real, right? Oh, totally. So um, when you get to play golf, it's you know, we kill each other. Oh. Like when Moj and I play, we beat the crap out of each other. It is death. <laughs> and and it's fun. You know, Kyle keep the same way. We just it's ruthless. And and, and the reason I love it is because you know it's just a it's just competition, man. You know, you're just having a good old time. Yeah, and once it is fun, like especially when you meet new people or, or have that group where you can say whatever and yeah. you know they're not gonna get Takes offended a and time. it's and it's the other way around. 
you, when you get comfortable with somebody and you're like, okay, like can't, I don't think there's anything I can't say to him and of, vice of course. versa. Yeah. You're right. You and vice versa. You, you wonder if you cross the line, you know, like, <laughs> you know, playing with certain people, you're like, God, do I, can I say what I really want to say? Exactly. Like first time you play with someone, you can't have somebody putt and say, like, I want to say, that is the worst putt I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what the shit are you doing? At? <laughs> that, that was awful. I can't believe I, you just I, hit I, that. I cannot believe I'm playing golf with you. Yeah. One of our favorite lines is when somebody hits a bad putt, it's how'd that stay out? <laughs> yeah. And yeah. and some people just get so like if they're offended. It just throws or, them off. Yeah. Some people you can tell like golf reveals so much of your personality. Oh, no doubt. It, it is unbelievable because I, I mean, we're all victims of being a sore loser. You know, nobody sure. likes to lose. Some people win or lose and win with more grace than others do. But you can truly see a person's character yeah. playing a round of golf. You know what else, too, about golf? In any sport, in pretty much any activity in my life, outside of like a big broadcast or something, I've never been as nervous as I've been maybe over a shot at a member guest. <laughs> then in golf, golf produces the biggest nerves for me I've ever felt. And I know that's not just me. That's universal. I mean, I'm playing in a freaking member guest somewhere with really nothing on the line. And I'm grinding over a three-footer thinking, oh, my God, if I miss this, I just might end it. I don't, I don't know. You know, I don't know. I just to call do. it a day. And, and then and I'm looking over the pub going, I can't feel my hands. I can't, I can't feel my ass right now. I don't know. I, I don't feel anything. Yeah, it's the, the nerves of when you go out and, like, say you watch a range session of a professional tournament. Yeah. They do not miss a shot one inch left or right. The second they get out on the first tee, it can be a snap hook into the weeds. Yep. It's and like it, watching Shaquille O'Neal shoot free throws. or You know, they, they make 9 out of 10 in warm-ups, and then they go on the court and they make 4 out of 10. Like, that kind and of... And you can't really see nerves. In, you have to see the result of nerves. Exactly. You, know, you, don't, you don't know what the other guy's thinking. They may look all loosey-goosey, but you don't know what they're thinking. I was part of this thing we were trying to do as a pilot. It was 2004. We flew out to Arizona. It was a idea a friend of mine had, and um, he had me be the broadcaster on it. And we were going to market it to uh, Budweiser and a couple other networks, and it never got off the ground. We couldn't get the investors. But it was going to be the Golf Gambling Tour. And that's big when poker was big on television. Remember when poker just oh, oh totally. everybody was into poker it? Starts. So we were going to take the benefit of gambling poker. You know, you, everybody's gambling. Vic's right. Everybody is gambling. And if you haven't started, you should start now at America's top-rated sportsbook app, DraftKings Sportsbook. Football fans, if you're ready to score some free bets, if you bet on any NFL game this week with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, you can win $100 in free bets if you bet a dollar and that team scores. You can also use the same game parlay, which I love to do every single week, put a bunch of bets together and make them in one game, and then you don't have to flip the TV, you don't have to pay attention to any other games, you just watch that one game, and you can make a huge payout off of a small bet. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now, Use our promo code DNVR, bet $1 on either team to score, and you win $100 in free bets if they score. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only, new customers only, restrictions do apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. And if you have a gambling problem, please call 1-800-522-4700. All right, back to Vic. But you take it to the golf course, and you add a couple elements to it. You, you microphone, like gambling guys on the golf course, a, a foursome. You put mics on them. They're talking crap. They're talking shit. Then you put heart monitors on them. So before they're about to hit, you could tell, okay, we're going to bet. I'm, I'm all in on this hole. I'm, I'm, I'm pressing. I'm all in. And your heart monitor will reveal how nervous they are, right? Oh, that's awesome. So we had all this stuff planned, and we just couldn't get it off the damn table. I, I honestly think you're ahead of your time because I think now that would – and we've actually talked about doing some stuff with now PHNX that we have down in Phoenix. Yeah. Um, but, like – all the guys wear whoop bands where the, you can tell heart rate. Well, that's what they that, did at the Ryder Cup. Yeah. You saw that at Ryder Cup. They're wearing those whoops, and then you could tell where their pulse was oh, right yeah. before they were about to tee off. Yeah, totally. And and that is – I love that idea, but like you said, yeah. it is uh, – and, and the funny thing for me is if I had your job, I obviously – because it's not my territory, I would absolutely shit my pants. Like before any broadcast well, – you know, you know, it still exists. Anxiety and nerves still exist. Totally. And if they don't, you're not human. Yeah. It's just when you do it a million times, exactly. It's I, I'm telling you right now, first tee, Castle Pines, I'm playing in the member guest there. I literally almost shit my pants. I was so nervous. <laughs> I mean, See, I, 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 I'm on the first tee and everybody, and I'm like, I don't know what to do here. Yeah. Oh, totally. Well, and that's what I'm saying is like for you, 
broadcasting second nature. Yeah. And obviously there's, like you said, a little bit of nerves. But for me personally, I would probably feel more comfortable at the first tee of the U.S. Sure. Open. Because you've done than it. I, yes, exactly. And that's just the, the crazy thing is golf. If you do it, it's just like anything. If you do it enough, but... It, it it goes both ways. Yeah. You know, it's it's one of the craziest, most mental. I have all the respect in the world for guys who make a living out of that because to be able to grind like that and beat yourself up. Because, you know, in golf, that's the other thing. You beat yourself up a lot oh, mentally. It, every right? swing is never, no, you know, no swing's ever as good as you think it could take be. Take your best score, your best round ever. I had my best round ever last year. Even on your best day, best round, there are still swings. and still think, oh, well, I, I should have done that. And, oh, I can't believe I did this. The decisions you know, the course management decisions you make. It is the one sport where you beat the crap out of yourself no matter what. Yep, 100%. You can, you do not yep. give yourself any credit even on your best round. Yep. 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 Well, kind of going back to those nerves, so funny story. We, uh, I don't know if you watch, do you watch the Golf Channel? Fair sure. Right? Yeah, so yeah. they used to have a show called Altered Course. Did okay. you ever, it was yeah. like one or two years. Yeah. It was kind of a spinoff of Big Break, which we grew up watching, like sure. one to be on it. Like Tony Finau was one yeah. of the first guys we ever watched on Big Break. And so we, we actually applied to be on the show Altered Course. It was a two-person teams, but it was kind of a more athletically based. Like, you, they ran to the, like... Oh, really? They based it, yeah, there was a little more athleticism, which you it can see. It didn't get off the ground, shocker. Yeah, as, yeah, and, as you can see with both of us, it's kind of like, eh. But we, we applied, so we, and we got through the first two rounds. And so we flew out to California oh, that's cool, for man. one of, like, the auditions. And so they're like, live, right, like, live, live cameras, in, they're yeah. like, hit some golf shots. I fucking topped two in a row. Oh, you were shitting your pants. Yeah, and, and there was, was like, a camera. Yeah. I'm not shitting you. Like, if Spencer's facing yeah. this way, there's a camera three feet to the front right of him. Yeah. And he had just been shanking it. Yeah, I almost like, squeaked one through the fucking legs of the <laughs> yeah, camera. You shit your pants. Oh, and, it was, and we didn't get picked, obviously, yeah. for the show. Well, I mean, I'll make it easy for you. If someone said to you, Vic, you have a choice. You can either broadcast the Masters or play in the Masters. Which would you be less nervous? And I'm not a a play-by-play golf broadcaster but you wouldn't think twice but i can get a mic and go yeah here's a finau finau choose a seven iron here i I mean i could do that but by god if you put a club in my hand and i'm at amen corner there is shit coming out (laughs) i mean i don't know what else there's stuff leaving your body i mean i don't know what else to say that is just you know you you guys have all been there anybody who's played golf's been there where the nerves overcome you and you don't know what to do yep you're totally. frozen. Totally. Yep. That's golf. I agree. Yeah, just uh, I I've felt there. I've been what there. What do you do? So there. let me let me guys because I've had a different you know I've I've practiced some stuff that I do in television when you get anxious and you know your breathing exercises you tell yourself. So for golf, what I've been trying to do is when I get nervous, all right, as if I'm grinding over a putt, because the first thing you do when you get nervous on a putt, your hands get involved and you start putting, you stop putting with your shoulders and, you know, you start doing this flip crap. And I do that a lot. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, okay, just pretend your hands are broken. Like, like pretend they're literally broken and you just put the, the putter in there. And I found that that started to work a little bit for me. Yeah, I, I think that I like, like that. My, my hands are broken. I cannot use my fingers. It's just sitting there. <laughs> yeah, and and you're using more of your big muscles yes. than your small muscles. And, and in all honesty, like for me personally, I never, I guess I didn't think as much about it mechanically as I was more routine based. Like you get, you have a routine, you stick to that routine and you're more routine oriented than results oriented. Sure. And that is the real you know challenge. What? That's television too. That's funny you say that. Just worry about your routine. Yeah. Worry about your preparation, your routine. Exactly. And, else to take and, and if you're, you feel like you're fully prepared and you yeah. step up and you miss that five footer, yeah. then you go, you, you take from that and you learn from that, but it's all in the preparation yeah. versus, oh, all you're thinking about is I have to make this. I have but to see, make Spencer, this. Spencer, you top those shots on that television show because <laughs> you're so seriously, you can talk about routine, but your adrenaline got the best of you as it does all of us. Oh, you probably lengthened your swing a little bit. You went a little farther than you normally do. And you're off your arc. Yeah. There it is. Well, I'm basically sitting there thinking, like, how, the only way we're going to get on the show is if I also hit good golf shots. Mm-hmm. I feel like we killed the interview process. We did everything else to be on the show. And I was like, I got it. That, that was probably the most, at that time, the most important golf shot I've ever hit in my life, yeah. relatively speaking. Yeah. And I just 
I choked. He's, he really stepped up to the plate there. I, I full on choked. <laughs> oh, you guys don't worry about that anymore, do you? I did. <laughs> no, no. It doesn't come up in any discussion. Never. At all. No, <laughs> never. Yeah. I just started walking back to the Uber at that point. I was like, let's throw the shit. You know, in the it's back funny. My brother and I, we played in a member guest at my club this summer, and and we got to the shootout. And on the very first hole, he'd never played in one. He'd never been in that scene. So the first hole, you know, hundred people. It's oh, a the nerves three. are just. It's a par three, first hole, and the guest tees off. And so he comes up to me and he goes, dude, I, I don't know if I can, I don't know if I can do this. I go, dude, you're, you're fine. You're fine. He goes, no, I'm, I'm like, I don't know if I can actually swing the club right now. He was freaking out, right? Cause everybody's there. And so I sort of took the edge off by saying, Hey, come on now, Mario, come on now. Just shank it like you normally, you know, I'm just trying to take the edge off. He freaking firmed one to two inches, almost put it in the hole. Oh my the god! Best shot of his life. Oh, what of a his good, life! What I bet feeling. he still talks about it. Oh my, to this he'll, day. he'll talk about it for the rest of his life. Yeah. Well, oh yeah, dude. The whole crowd was like, it. It hit the pin and stayed out two inches. Oh my god! Now that, I asked him, "How'd you do that?" He goes, "I have no idea." You blacked out. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Just a full no blackout during yeah. the swing. Yeah. There, there's definitely swings where you're you, some of the best rounds. Like you just yep. You, no somebody idea. will ask you, and you're like, "No idea what happened. I just did it." Yep. Just letting yourself roll with it. 100%. So I want to circle back to something you talked about earlier, playing with the younger crowds yeah. in golf. And you probably play you know, play with a lot of athletes, play with your buddies. So on a scale of 1 to 10, this is a self-assessment. I feel like you're a pretty good self-assessor. Mm -hmm. How much of a golf snob, like old school snob are you, do you think? Golf snob? Yeah. I'm a 2. Okay. See, I wasn't calling you one. So no, I but I, wanna... no, no, I know some golf snobs. Yes, I know some, you know the difference. You know, and, and, and there's a time and place. If you're playing in a certain group or at a certain place where snobbery is sort of upholded, it's, you know, hey, you got to abide by their rules. I respect that. Totally. But if you're playing with friends somewhere and, you know, come on, dude, you, you just hit your ball and, 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 and someone's going to call me on grounding my club in a hazard. Come on, dude, man, I'm looking for another ball. My, my calm down. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know, there's always that kind of guy that bothers me in time and place. Totally. If you're in a tournament, I get it. Yeah. I totally get it. Yeah. If you're not in a tournament, you're just playing around the golf with your buds. Chill out. Right. Well, and that's like basically, you know, what we try to foster at DNVR is just like Colorado golf, obviously, and how much how many great courses we have, which is yeah. overshadowed because we don't have any professional events. I think they need to change that. We do have the Corn Ferry event, but that's not yeah, it's, it's not a regular tour yeah. event. It's not the real deal. We're gonna get one soon though. Up at uh Rainwater Rain Dance. Rain Dance. Well, to be, to be, I, I can't, I can't give oh, you the information, but there's, there's something that's in the works right now that the, the we're going to have a tour spot return to Colorado. I, I'd estimate sooner than later. Okay, oh, well, we got some breaking is. news yeah. on the Big Drive Energy I podcast. Like that. I like that. Yeah. But yeah, we're trying to foster because golf was sort of dying before COVID. Not dying, but rounds were going down yeah. every year. Just on a bit of a decline. Clubs were for sale. There, there was a while there where people couldn't get rid of clubs. Yeah, and now you can't find them. I know. You, you can't get them anywhere. Yeah, yeah, but it's amazing to us. You know, I'm. I actually think I'm kind of a golf snob sometimes. Like, yeah. I, some people think wearing pants is being a snob. Yeah. I don't necessarily agree with that. I'm just so used to wearing golf pants. Yeah. It's what I wear well, every day to work. Do. Like, it's just what I what yeah. what I wear. But like, I love seeing like hoodies in golf now. Sure. Like, just and just people playing that that like are mostly our age where they're getting into it now because of COVID helped that a ton. But they're getting into golf and they're realizing that. How much fun it is. Yeah. And you can take it as serious as you want. Like, you have, you probably have your groups where you go out and you're like, I'm just going to have fun today. Or it's like, hey, there's going to be a serious <laughs> match with these guys Well, today. I'll give you two rounds I played last week that are night and day, right? Played one round with a group of friends, and it was a money game, and it was serious. It was one of those games where, hey, dude, you're, you get your teed up about an inch in front of the tee. <laughs> tee you need to check marker. your... Yeah, yeah. You better, better check that out. You know, one of those rounds, right? And everything's yeah. intense, Yeah, and it comes down, you're... You got to make sure every shot counts. The next day I played with two of my buddies and my brother and we're out there and we're like, eh, let's play for something else. And so our game was if you win the hole, best ball partners, if you win the hole, you get to have the other, the other guys do something unorthodox. So like we won the first hole, they had to wear their shoes on separate feet for the next hole. Oh, fuck. And so then you have to pick it for the next. And so then they had to wear their shirt backwards. Uh, then, then on the next hole, we got to say something right before they swing. And if you want to, you want to play golf and struggle at it, have somebody say something to you right in your freaking mid swing. That try that. Yeah, you that, know, I mean, oh, it, yeah. try that. It's impossible. Yeah. It's, it's it's like oh my god, I, I I cannot hit the ball. <laughs> but the best one, the best one they got us with. Okay, 
go up to the box. Right before you take the club back and swing, you have to meow like a cat three times. <laughs> so I'm sitting on the box. I have video of it, man. I got video of it. All right, I got to show you guys this video. I'm going to show you. I want to get your reaction of it because it's the most ridiculous, ludicrous thing I've ever seen. And it was the most fun of golf, round of golf I think I've had in a long, long time. I was laughing so hard, belly laughs to the point where I wanted to vomit. It was so damn good. Uh, here it is right here. Here, here. So here's the opposite shoes. We made them wear their shoes on opposite feet. That's got to kill like you. Idiots. Yeah. And then here's the one that. where um, I know this is a oh, one where you have to hug before and after every shot. Nice big <laughs> hug. Nice big hug. You Dude, know? this is yeah. This is like I've never. Breaking, this yeah. is awesome. Yeah. Like, this I mean, is a whole it, it's, new game. It's a whole new game, and, and, and it employs oh. There's one where we had to wear our socks on our hands. <laughs> you have to take your socks. How off long and wear them did this round hands. take you? Oh no! But, I mean, every hole it, 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 it just uh, takes same amount of time. You well, just but you're get... altering all, so many outfits. Oh, this is one. This is a hole where I lost where you had to sag for a hole. I'm sagging. You, you can't be hands. walking quickly yeah. with your dude. That pants sagging's your uncomfortable. Ankle. I don't yeah. know how people sag. Yeah, that, you know that, that. I mean, you can't hit a shot when you sag. I would have loved. <laughs> was there a group behind you? Oh, yeah. People were looking at us going, what the hell's going on with these freaks? I swear to God, Somebody's man. Somebody's calling were... the player's assistant over like, hey, we got a, we got a group on 13 here. That is and they've well, got here's socks the meow. Okay, on now listen, listen to the meow. Here it is. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Try hitting a shot after you do that. Oh, my Lord. Just try. That's about Try as, doing that. That's as good as it gets. That's Super Troopers, isn't it? Or what movie is that where he's like, right, meow? It's some somewhere along oh, those yeah, lines. Oh, yeah, Super Troopers where he says meow like 50 times. He's like, you got to say meow 10 times in this next sentence or some that shit. That is amazing, though. That's a created a whole new... Now I feel like we have a whole new game where you can just go to the ends of the earth with that. And with no money involved. Like, and I mean, I obviously, we're degenerate gamblers. We love gambling. But even if there's no money involved, just fucking with your partner and doing the most random thing to try to throw them off would be the most fun. Yeah, of, of, again, of and, and that's where the gentleman nature of the, of the sport comes into play. And I get it. When you're playing serious, you can't pull that stuff off. If, if you're just playing for fun and yeah. you're among friends, you know, the whole music thing, bringing music on the course. I, I don't mind having some tunes, but you have to be respectful. If there's a group next to you that's like, hey, dude, I, I just can't concentrate. Turn it down. Yeah. Just be respectful. That's to all. Totally. Uh, yeah, I agree. And you always have those groups that are overly sensitive. Sure, but then you, have... you get a little bit of everything. It's like life, dude. Oh, it's like it, life. It, exactly. Golf is life. A hundred percent. We've we've kind of made that that cross where I mean, there's so many different ways that golf is similar to to everyday life. Sure. But we actually had this one guy out of Spring Valley. He's an absolute clown, and he brought a twelve by twelve like speaker. Like and a big stra ass speaker and yeah, strapped. He it in literally his cart. had to get his own cart because the speaker was in his. Side it took seat. up like the whole passenger. That's like it's really loud. Y yeah. yeah, and we had to obviously tell him to turn it down multiple times. It and sounded like a Luke Combs yeah, fucking country concert you outside. You know, yeah. I, I think you know from music volume, if it's fine when you're in your car and you're driving, but if I can hear it on the another on the adjoining hole, yeah. You, 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 it's too loud. Yeah. Oh, I, I agree. shouldn't be able to hear your music when I'm playing a different hole. Mm -hmm. That's stupid. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And my thing is too with like people talking. I don't have a problem with people talking at all, but they either have to like be talking and keep talking, or or not talk at all. Sure. Like when somebody, if it's dead silent, and somebody, like you said, somebody says something. Yeah. Right before you swing, that is the yeah. toughest. Or thing. they meow right before you swing. It's just. <laughs> One or the other, exactly. But that is my tough thing is like, I don't have a problem if people are talking. If you just carry on a conversation, I can go up, I can swing, not have a problem. But if it's just dead quiet, you could hear a pin drop, and then all of a sudden somebody says something like, yeah, that'll mess you up more than anything. Exactly. 100%. Yeah, that's, that's 100% too on this end. <laughs> um, so we're talking, we, we love Colorado golf. We, love, we, we talked last episode about um, some places to go in the winter. So do you pack the clubs up and move to or not move but go down to play some different places in the winter i know you're busy guy abs nuggets all that stuff. i but. am a, a rare bird i'm actually one of those dudes that likes to put the clubs away i get I'm, that i'm i i don't carry the clubs i don't do if you know i'll make i'll go play in arizona for a couple days with my bro yeah. friends but i'm not one of those guys oh i got i gotta i gotta keep playing <laughs> or i gotta go i just don't it's i think it's good to have time off i think it's healthy to have time off totally. I, you know it makes me really 
look forward to golf season come back, to be honest with you. So um, if I lived in an environment, in a climate that was you know, 24-7, 365, perhaps I'd have a different tune. I lived in Austin, Texas for a while. And I think after anything, you get sick of it if it's constant. So I like the fact that we have five, six months of just sort of chill and then get back on the get back on the course and grind because I I don't like to like my, I'm, I'm ready now. You know, if it gets a little cold for me, I don't I don't like to play like I don't play in anything. under. Yeah, 60. that was going to be my next question. Yeah. So you're it's even if courses are open at this point, you're probably Dude, no good. Oh, I played the other day. And it was right on the border, but the sun was out, so it made it tolerable. Yeah. But I'm a wuss, dude. And I get cold really easy. Um, so I, I'm a wuss. And if I can't feel my hands, nah, it's not, it's not worth At it At the me. point when you can't feel your hands, you yeah. might as well get it's not off worth the golf course. I mean, it's yeah. too hard. The game's too hard. <laughs> it's the hard enough. Too, I mean, why make it harder? In a perfect yeah. climate. Yeah, yeah. exactly. But so. no, and, and long story short, I don't mind doing a golf trip in the winter, but I don't like have to play. I go on to other things in the winter. That's the the meat of my work lineup anyway i'll play basketball do other stuff well so okay here's a question where's your favorite non-colorado course you've ever played oh god i'd say you know the the best course i've played non-colorado probably shadow creek in vegas yeah that that one is top i mean you you walk in there and you're like where am i how'd you get get out there uh part of the um uh, the the diabetes foundation of colorado uh, they Very actually cool. pack a jet and fly down there every year. Oh wow! And um, and they it's a big mon- you know fundraiser. Yeah, and it's crazy and it's fun and you stay in Vegas and it's the course is so unique, second to none. Uh, so that you know I've been to Augusta, never played Augusta. Okay. Um, Castle Pines is fantastic here. Yeah. Um, I think it's you know one of the nicest around. Um, th- there's, there's there's courses all over the country that. You know, I'm in awe of, but I'm not one of those golf snobs. I'll play anywhere. I'm not like you know. Totally. I don't care. I don't, you know, where do you where do you want to play? Well, this course is rated. I don't, I don't yeah. care. Yeah, yeah. That's I'm taking you know, it too far. I, I don't. I really don't care. We you know we went to uh, uh, Puerto Vallarta last year. My brothers and I, our whole family, and we played. There was the Tiger Woods course, which is like 255, and then there's this other course. We're like, I don't play that. I don't care where we play. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we're just playing golf. I'm happy to be playing. Yeah. So that's that's how I operate. Totally. Yeah, well, we so we went down to Dallas for the Broncos game this Sunday and then played on Monday. And we just played, like you said, kind of just some, it was a country club. It was, you know, I yeah. mean, it's off season there. So, but dude, the, the difference in golfing in like Texas or golfing in somewhere else versus Colorado, it was, I mean, I'm mostly anywhere on that this. sea level with that types of grasses. Yeah. Dude, I flubbed. 12 chips because that grass is just like not there and it just grabbed my club yeah. and the ball went, i was just like yeah was. i remember living in austin it was the same way the winter golf it changes big time and oh yeah and the grass changes because they overseed it in a different yeah. type of grass grows in all that all yeah that good stuff. yeah yeah that and that's just it you know i played i go to la like as my daughter's there and i'll play some courses there and i'm like god these courses suck <laughs> you know compared to we're, we're really spoiled here we colorado's are. a great great climate and a great venue for golf for Muni, for Country Club, everything. Our Muni golf uh, environment here is as good as it gets. Oh, I completely agree. And all, all the city of Denver courses are all in great shape. The city of Aurora <laughs> courses, they do a good job. Yep. Like a lot of the places we get to play a lot, just phenomenal shape. And they just. Oh, you're a Zen guy, huh? Oh, yeah. Big Zen guy. Zen, Zen saved my life. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I was you, a big I was a big uh, tobacco addict. For, I remember uh, when we were out at Common yeah. Ground. You told me you had to switch over to Zins. Yeah, man, I, I chewed back for 25 years. It's the toughest thing I ever had to stop. I, yeah. I stopped cold one day, man. It's turkey. I yeah, and, it's, uh, it's a, it was hard. <laughs> I know. You know, it's funny. That's another aspect of golf, right? Everybody's got something in their mouth <laughs> at all times. Chew, Zin, cigar, something, <laughs> something in your mouth. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Here, here's another. Uh, golf question for you what is your what is your uh threshold on drinking on the golf course how many drinks can you have and stay competent (laughs) um that's a great question because i've uh i've had those moments where i've had a lot to drink and i actually got better Mm -hmm. i've had those moments where i've had a lot to drink and i can't stand up and i can't play (laughs) so it's sort of there's that line that you teeter on yeah but i have to have something in my system I can't like, it's so weird. Like you go play basketball, like you'd never dream. Can't be drunk. Oh yeah. <laughs> hey, let me have a chew real quick. You're not gonna do that. Yeah. You let me yeah. have a quick vodka. You're not gonna do that. But on the golf course, it's four hours. It's four and a half hours. So yeah. 
I gotta have something. Totally. And and it's just that's the kind of that's the kind of game it is. And yeah, it, and it kind of cuts the nerves a little bit. Like yeah. even when I was on playing like mini tours and stuff, obviously you don't drink. What it, it's very frowned upon. There'd yeah, be, there'd, I, I, bet, I bet. Listen, man, <laughs> I know it's frowned upon. I guarantee you, even the PGA players. Oh. I guarantee you before the stuff in the system. Oh, for sure. They're either smoking. Like, there'd be guys, I'm not shitting you, standing in the parking lot. They'd rip two or three shots of whiskey before they teed off. Got to. To kill the nerves. Got to. Just yeah. to take take that edge off. Like, so Numb they're not. your brain. Just, exactly. Exactly. Because that's what kind of what golf is. Yes. But, yeah, there's, there's been a few rounds where I basically just X'd out, like, the last four or five holes. Yeah. And I'd try to attempt to swing, but I'd just top it. And it'd, sure. Yeah, there's definitely days like that, so we can relate there for sure. Yeah, well, my best round ever was probably six to eight beers, and I went through three cigars. And <laughs> Jesus, it, dude, I, I'd dude, be dead. I, dude, the next day I did Absolute not feel. I did not feel good, but like I just was in that mode where I was thinking about what I was drinking, and the cigar I was smoking wasn't, and it was just hitting shots. Yeah, and it was. I I I've tried to recreate that feeling over and over, yeah. and, and then I just end up. See, I, out. I can't drink beer because it's just too filling for me, and the bubbles hurt my tummy. Yes. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but no, I'm I'm dead serious. I, if I drink a beer, I feel like I'm full. Me so too. I'll just drink whiskeys and you know and just real quick you know whiskeys. Yeah. But I can't do the beer thing. And my buddies, they all drink beer like it's out of stuff. I can't do it. Well, like, we've seen Mosier crush oh Miller Lights like it was water. He goes. I used to be a big cigar smoker too, and I stopped cold. I was you know I used to drink. I used to have two three cigars around. Oh yeah. Just well, right I ahead. love cigars until the next day, and I I haven't smoked a cigar in probably your six mouth months. Tastes like a chimney. Yeah. <laughs> And, and you brush your teeth you six scrape, times. You scrape like ash out of your, the roof of your mouth. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You just wake up the next day and you're like, ah, I regret. Mm -hmm. I regret doing that. You guys, are you guys married? I'm about to get married. Okay, yeah, because uh, smoking cigars and marriage don't go hand in hand. No. I'll tell you that right now. No, yeah, I that, can imagine. That makes sense. Um, so Colorado kind of got a, a brand new golf course. Not brand new this year, but very recent. That's supposed to be one of the best in Colorado, TPC Colorado. Yeah. Have you played out there I have, yet? I have. What do you think? Played of it a couple it? times. It's it's great. It's long as hell. Oh my god! And when the wind blows, good luck. Mm -hmm. You know when the wind comes off, it, it's you know it's got to have room for maturity. Yeah. Things are going to grow up a little bit. So anytime you have a new course, it's going to take some time. Hundred percent. For it to develop, but in terms of the playability, big expansive fairways, you know, big yep. areas to hit into. That that what is the seven hundred fifty five yard seven seventy three seven seventy three th I think it's thirteen. So we played it from the tips just to get a feel. Uh huh. Yeah. I went driver three wood three wood with the wind in our face, and I was still I think right on the on the fringe. <laughs> driver three wood three wood into the wind, still on the fringe. Yeah. Well, oh. we went out to the corn ferry tour event there, and they were playing it a hair up, so it was probably about seven fifty. But even those guys who hit the ball, and it it's just different when you watch professional like. Even from what we play to get to them, yeah. it sounds like a rocket ship is launching yes. off their club. And then they were hitting three wood and still having hundred. They were laying up with woods which, on that hole. Yeah, no, that's stupid. Yeah, it, and, well, yeah. and that's the thing. Like that's a stigma around Colorado golf that with the altitude you have to make courses like uh, Rain Dance National. I don't know mm -hmm. if you heard about that. The new course that they're yeah. building up there, where yeah. they want to have they eventually want to host PGA Championship. Sure. Um, but they say that the back tees are going to get to like 82 or 83 yeah, but you know, I mean, hundred feet. It's getting out of control, the, the distance of these courses. Like, I agree. The, I mean, it's getting a little, at some point you have to change something else. Exactly. You know, yeah. the, the, I mean, how much property do we need? Right? I mean, what do you have to start building courses on airport? I mean, this is ridiculous. Yeah. Well, Maybe it makes Cherry Hills look like bit. shit. Yeah. Well, you know, it's funny because they said, oh, Cherry couldn't host a stop. Well, they did, and the court—you know what—the course held its own. Yeah, the scores weren't enormous. No, the scores weren't. It wasn't like playing at I mean, Vegas. You know how Vegas when they play that stop there, and it's oh, always like, like thirty minus under. thirty. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't yeah. the case at the Cherry Creek because you play in, and you get in the rough there. Good night. Exactly. You have to make it penal in other yes. ways. Rough pin positioning, even placing it in the fairway. If you're not in the right spot in the fairway, then you're. Hosed. You could cut a fairway to make it penal. <laughs> oh, you know, it's how sure. you cut the fairway for sure. Yeah, and that. That's kind of him and Spencer and I have talked about that on so many different occasions where, I mean, like Car to Golf Club, for example, is a very, very good track. Like yeah. one of my favorite in Colorado and it's 7,600 as far back as you can go. Mm -hmm. And they basically are passed over for almost, I think they're having like the mid-am there, which is, I mean, it's cool. It's a good event, but it's not a PJ Tour stop. It's not like the Solheim Cup that we had. And that's a different story, but... 
it's not long enough, which is bullshit. Which is crazy. To yeah, me. exactly. It's yeah. 7,600 yards. It's crazy to me because I think numbers four and five, those long par fours. Oh, my God. Number number five. I mean, are you kidding me? Straight I mean, back into the wind. If, if the wind is blowing. <laughs> yeah. How is that not? I mean, again, I'm not a pro, so I, I I can't hit the ball that far. But that's ridiculously long for for an amateur to play that club. That'll take everything out of you. Driver hybrid every hole. And oh my! I hit driver hybrid on four and five both. Like the last time I played it twice, it was every both holes I was hitting hybrid into them. Yeah, and I, it, I agree. It's they're long. I mean, I think they've got four or five par fours over 500 yards. And it's still not long enough. Like where where do we draw the sure, line? At, sure. Like what? Well, see, and that's what at Rolling Hills at my club. That's that's why the greens are so severe because the course itself, the layout's easy, right? It's you know you can get to the par fives and two, the par fours aren't crazy. There isn't you know, the trees hurt you, but there isn't crazy lakes everywhere. But by God, you better know how to putt. Yeah, you better know how to putt because if you can't, you're gonna walk away with a, a bogey or a double. Yep. Yeah, yeah, and that's the same at Spring Valley where mm-hmm. we, you know, we have to protect ourselves in some sure. way. And the par threes are longer, you know, they're from the tips usually 200, 220, but we have to make our greens tough and have subtle breaks and, and things fair. like that. And, and it's fair. And it's because if you're hitting, I, I hit basically driver 60 degree, 56 in every par four, but I'm not shooting 62 every yeah. time I play there and even below par half the time. Yeah. So, it's um, good golf. All right, so one segment we have every podcast, um, it's called Fairway or Four. So it's basically we pick topics from the world, Denver sports, golf, and we try to determine whether it's fairway, whether it's like something that seems normal, or whether it's not, whether it's four. And so last week we have, I want to get your thoughts on a couple of these topics, because then we put it out on Twitter, people vote, and we see what happens. All right, so one of our Fairway or Fours last week, and this is as a fan, so not as a broadcaster. Leaving a sporting event early, what do you think? So, you, so when I say fairway, it's good. Fair, means fairway bad. means like, okay, yeah, that's an okay thing to do. Four would mean like you, you shouldn't ever leave a game early for any that's reason. That's bad. Okay. Yeah, fairway good. I've been to games as a fan, and I've left early, so I guess I can't lie. I would, I'm not we all liar. have. We yeah. all have. So I'm going to be fair enough. <laughs> and, and you know what? It, to each his own. It depends on your situation. If you have kids and they're tired, if you're there with your pals and you're really into it, different story. But everybody has a reason. If it's a playoff game and you're playing Portland and you're going to overtime, if you leave that game early, you're an idiot. But <laughs> yes. if it's yes. if it's November and you know the kids gotta get to school, I understand. Totally. So um, I would call that four way. I give both. Yeah, <laughs> I, I like that. We might need a yeah. just to give you an idea. We um, when we were just little tykes, we went to the play-in game, the wild card game in 07. Oh yeah, we left early. That oh. that. St- since stung. It's still that, yes. Yeah. We were, well, you know what? I, to be fair, to be fair, it felt like it was over. It did. It felt like it was over. It's like, come on, they're down two extras. Come on, it's over. Yeah, Trevor. Yeah. So you want to beat traffic, like, right? Yeah. Is that why? Yeah. You want to beat traffic, And we listened right? to it on the radio yeah. home. And, and, and at that point, you're going, oh, my God, what did I just do? Yeah, yeah. and from there on out, him and I have been sure. to hundreds of no, events I get and it. never left early. I get it. We Your cannot. tune may change, though, when you have kids or old ones. Totally. Or yeah, definitely, that, that's when it changes. Definitely situation-based, yeah. for sure. All right, this next one. So this is kind of pers- was personal for me, but... <laughs> You uh, you may see you kind of maybe seem like this guy, <laughs> and this is this is not a, a dick. No, <laughs> not a dick. Um, so, do you have your okay your son or your wife? Mm-hmm. Do you have their contact name in your phone as their full name? Like, do you have Terry Lombardi in your phone, or is it wife, um, or is God, it? God, that's a great question because I don't like. I think my kids do all this crap. Let's see what's my my wife's name is. It's Terry Williams Lombardi. It's her whole name in here. Of uh, course. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's that. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. And then my son, my son's full name's in here too. Yeah. His full name with his, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, how, how does that happen? <laughs> well, so you're, basically, I have like nicknames, like not nicknames necessarily, yeah. but like my friends, but I always see like somebody's wife will call them and it'll say their full name yeah. and it just cracks me up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, it's just basic laziness. I'm not going to change it. Whatever the, you know, That's I'm not, totally fair. Yeah, I'm not changing it. It's, it is what it is. <laughs> yeah, that is weird when I get calls from Terry Williams. Oh, my wife. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That That's kind of like what we were talking about. Okay. Like, if you don't have a nickname in gotcha. your phone, like, but. All right, and this last one, which I think you've talked about on Altitude a few times. What do you think of Freddie Freeman's fake teeth? Dude, are we they sure freaked me are, out. Are we sure they're fake? They have to be veneers. Right. They have to be. I, you know, listen, I'm all for fixing yourself. I wish I could fix my height. I'd do it tomorrow. <laughs> I right. can relate. I, for sure. I'm all for fixing yourself. Yeah. If you have the means to fix yourself, go fix yourself. Totally. I don't care. 
You they're know? just his teeth are just a little but, in your face though. But there's fixing yourself, and then there's over the top. Shut your face off! I can't see right now. You're blinding me. That is a big mouth, man. <laughs> and I love Freddie. He's a oh, nice awesome. dude in the world. But whoever his dental surgeon is, I think gave him the bad advice. <laughs> man. Just went one on size that layer. too large. Easy on that so layer. That was mine. Yeah. Because I was like, I was watching him get interviewed after the World Series, and all I could look at was his fucking teeth. They were just, dude. They were it, just so in your face. But you know, he's not the only one. Have you seen like? Uh, Who's the ESPN guy that covers the Eagles? Sal Palantonio. He got new teeth, man. And every time I see him now, you know, he never used to smile. Now he's smiling. I'm like, dude, shut that off. <laughs> yeah. Is there oh, a for dimmer sure. on those? For sure. Have you guys ever gotten, by the way, have you gotten your teeth whitened at the dentist? I have not. Okay, so I did mine about five. It was maybe 10 years ago. So, you know, we in television, you got to do crap like that. So they go in there and they put all that crap in your mouth and you got that thing. You, it hurts. For like two days, it starts popping your gums. Oh, shit. It is the most painful thing I've ever gone through. And I've had people jump into my stomach and pull stuff out. It was the most pain I've ever endured. So oh, if you man. ever go there, watch out. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 luckily, we were both blessed with fairly good teeth. So yeah. we, we had braces when we were little, but I don't need to go get veneers or anything. That's also kind of why I quit chewing and switched, sure. switched to the alternative so I could... Uh, well, I'm a wine and coffee drinker, and that's that. That's yeah. That's a that's a real challenge. Well, do you want to get into? So we've got two or three. We've got three this week. So for fairway or four, we're gonna ask you, and you give us your opinion on these topics. Okay. Here, so. All right. So this first one, Nikola Jokic is a top three of all time Denver athlete. Denver athlete today, right? Fairway. Yeah. Hell yeah. He's the greatest Nugget of all time. And if you're going to, you know, it depends on how you view sports here locally. You could easily make that list just all Broncos if you wanted to. Yes. Yeah. You know, you can if you're a hockey fan, you can make it all hockey guys. Yeah. But in terms of presence, how many MVPs has this city produced? We That's what exactly. It was Larry Walker and Peyton Manning, John Joe Sackick. Joe Sackick. I mean, so top, like maybe five yeah, guys. I mean, there's a handful of Peyton Manning of, of, of those kind of guys. Yeah. Yeah. And he's and he's one of them. I agree. Well, you you stand corrected because uh, he was like, "What what about like top five? And I'm like, "Dude, I'd I think top. He's right now. He's well. He'll go down already as the greatest Nugget of all time. Yeah. I mean, and and that's historically speaking too. No Nugget has ever done what he's done. Yeah. I like that. I love okay. it. I love yeah. the quick fairway. That was yeah. That was that was awesome. Okay. So, uh, um, Aaron Rodgers is the Broncos quarterback next year. Fairway or four? Four. Okay. What do you so? I think we all want to replicate the whole Peyton thing, and everybody's looking. Hey, do it again, do it again. I think that was such a unique experience, and it's such a quick fix. And listen, would I love a man of his talents here? Of course I would. Guy makes it look easy. Yeah, but man, what's wrong with do it the hard way sometimes? Go go draft and develop. We've made it real and, hard and, and and grow up with the guy. Yeah, and and you can't just do quick fix all the time. So he's here for three, four years. Then what? You go get another Aaron Rodgers? Do you think you're going to do that every decade now? You yeah. think you're just going to find free agents everywhere? Now, totally. you told me Russell Wilson, I'd say yes. But anyway. <laughs> hey, I would take uh, Russell Wilson in a heartbeat. Yeah. We could have uh, we could have drafted. Well, everybody could have drafted him. And yes, you're exactly and right. And on him. Exactly so, right. Uh, but go ahead, All right, Spence. so the last one, fairway or four, Mark Mosier goes through a minimum of a 12-pack per round. Oh, God. <laughs> That might be light. <laughs> so that's a fairway, yeah. That that I, might be that might be light, bro. I watched him finish a beer a hole, and that's yeah. that's an accomplishment. And he doesn't change his demeanor, and he doesn't change. He still talks like this at the end of the. <laughs> nothing changes. It's a, it's hilarious. It's one of those dudes that can just put it away, baby. Just it's a gift. It, is oh, a it gift. really is. Yeah, yeah. some it's people just do it, and I'm just like I. Yeah. I have one beer, and I feel like I just ate a full meal. Exactly right. And that's I'm what it like, does to me. I can't. It, it fills my tummy. Yeah. That's why I go straight for the hard stuff. <laughs> straight for the vodka, straight for the whiskey. A little easier that way. <coughs> well, Vic, thank you so much for joining Boys, us, man. Boys, that was man. a pleasure, man. Yeah, that, that was a blast. You guys uh, are great, man. You guys are great. That was a fun time to talk golf with you boys. And I'll still never forget you uh, rolling up to the first tee of the Oddcast. First time I got to meet you in person. Stretching out on the tee box, giving Mosier a little shit for being divorced. It was uh, yeah. that's great. <laughs> It led, to a, it led to a victory. It did. It, it yeah. did. Well, once we, maybe next summer, you know, we get out there and we. I'll talk Mosier into it because he's been, remember, he hasn't played for a year. Yeah. yeah he, 
How's how's his how's is it was it ACL it, it or meniscus? Achilles. 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 Yeah. Okay. So I don't know um, how long it's going to take to him to get back on the course, but we will. I think we'll get that tandem going again and play again next summer. Hell how's yeah, that? love that. that. Yeah, hell yeah, boys. That's love awesome. hey, love your TikToks. Keep them coming. <laughs> hey, th- thank <laughs> you. So go I got ahead, you guys, on my feed. Hell yeah. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> go ahead and follow us on TikTok at Big Drive Energy. Vic Lombardi joining us. Thank you so much. Follow him on Twitter at Vic Lombardi. Follow me at Big Drive Spence. <laughs> Hi. Did you guys talk about hole in ones? Because remember, I got one. Allie Monroy. Wait. <laughs> me. Where'd you get one? Uh, in Arizona. And what was the course that we played? You did? Um, yeah. Yeah, it was the most Before incredible Before Ryan. <laughs> Are you like serious? My third round of golf. My ever. third round of golf. It was a COVID hole in one. Um, what does that mean? It was it was like on the on on the like the foam like that. Oh, foam. But that doesn't so then it fine. bounced out. It's okay. But I got one, dude. I know. I got one too. Hell I didn't yeah. see mine go in though. <laughs> that's awesome. You didn't I get know. to see it go in. No, oh. I didn't see it. That's I. Everyone just started screaming around me, like Ryan, uh, Spencer, and then his. Did you buy drinks? Kylie. No. Oh, you cheap ass. If no one. <laughs> Because I wasn't sure if it was a hole in one. Come on, man. Then it were doesn't like, count. That's were, a that's a two. She got were, a two. They were pretty <laughs> proud of me, but they were also like, uh, "Is that real?" And I was like, "I don't know. This is my third round of golf ever. I kind of feel." Oh my god! Don't say that. Now you're pissing me off. I know. <laughs> exactly, that's what. Exactly. I, that's so what I, was I was like, like, "I don't know if I should count that as being my." Third time playing golf ever, so it's like a I kind of count it, but I just wanted to bring it up. Thank you for rubbing it in. <laughs> I have three, not a big deal, whatever. Not a big deal, guys. Vic, Vic thank you so thank much you for boys. coming on, man. It all was right, a boys. blast. To all you guys out there, have a great weekend. We'll talk to you next week on Big Drive Energy. Peace. Peace.